Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The Logan Pete Show. I'm Pete Donaldson, and it is a. There's, there's no two ways about it, Logan. It, it, it's it's Thursday, the 23rd of November. I, I don't know about you, me. but we are hurtled towards um, the denouement, the crescendo, the apex of another bloody year. You are? I said of our lives. Of our lives, <laughs> and everyone else's lives as well. Um, and we are. Um, I am, have no idea what I'm doing for Christmas. What presents I'm getting for people, um, and it's just going to get more and more intense. This pressure until my head explodes. You are someone who starts your Christmas list for what you're going to buy people mm. on about four p.m. Christmas Eve. I have considered. I have bought things Christmas Eve before. I have when I was younger. Is, no, that's the sort of thing that I sort of imagine like bad dads do. I got caught speeding the other day. You got a subpoena. I got caught speeding. You got caught speeding. Yes, join the club. I am rapidly approaching a ban, I think. I think I got caught speeding just because people realise that I'm associating with you now. Yeah. And so they're like, he's probably speeding. Just give him a ticket. (laughs) Oh, I'm so sorry, Luke. Um, It's literally my own fault. How many points on your licence now is it now then? Well, I've just sent off the form. I don't know. That's the first time it's ever happened. It's the first time it's ever happened. Yeah. Well, that's astonishing because I've had a few. Oh, actually, that, no. In, in... To tell a lie, here's, mm. here's one for you. It's the mm. second time it's ever happened, but I have been driving since 1998. Yeah. Right? Okay. So it's the second time it's ever happened. And the first time it happened, I may have told you about this. It's quite boring, but I'll try and make it sound interesting. Um, My sister, who's five and a half years younger than me, mm. was desperate to go to this party. For some reason, I don't know. Right, just some she wanted to go there. real fast. Yeah, some boy there or whatever. I, I don't know. Right. And, she, and I was obviously the older brother. I think I was about twenty-three at the time, so she'd have been seventeen, something like that. Mm. And um, she said it's in Southampton, um, uh, so I need you to drive me there. And it's about a forty-five minute drive or whatever. Yeah. So I drove, and um, and she was like, "You got, go, we got to get there. We used to be here by a certain time." So I was driving fast, and I should have done. Mm. Got under duress, I may have to say, like under duress. Right from her, got a ticket. She refused mm. to make any contribution towards the speeding ticket. Right. So, but presumably, speeding tickets are it. The the peril for me is not the financial um, outgoing because I'd pay them all the time if if I could. It's the points on your license. That's the thing that worries me. Do you definitely get points if you do your old uh, speed awareness course though? 
The first time you can get away with a speed awareness cost, but after that you just get points on your license. Yeah, we'll stop driving too fast then. I like it though. Yeah, it's exciting. That's it's the problem exciting. about it, isn't it? So it's, to, the, the, should... prob- the problem, like the, the problem with like people who sort of have a very proud of their no points record. I always think, Squares. well, it, there's never been more cameras on the road. There's never been more kind of like flashy, flashy speed cameras on the road, um, and there's never been more um, opportunities to go over the limit. <laughs> Like, my last one was 47 and a 40 in a road that goes 50, 40, 50, 40, yeah, 50, 40 all the way down, get, yeah. which is annoying. Yeah, it's, so, it's, so, Luke, it's annoying. So on my first speeding <laughs> ticket, like, without sounding too Dick Cheney, do you remember when Dick Cheney got caught shoot, busted for shooting his mate in the face? Yes. Yeah, when he said, and his apology was amazing, it was like, I was the man who had the thought that made the action, that pulled the finger, that hit the trigger, that fired mm. the gun, that shot the guy, and the yeah. bullet unfortunately hit him in the face. Just so you shot him, right? Yeah. It was like that. Or I was, with, who ate the, ate the fly. With, yeah. yeah. With my speeding ticket, mine was the foot on the accelerator, but I want the, <laughs> I want the government or the local council to understand the mitigating circumstances and the mm. pressure I was under yes. that saw me go about 77 and a 70 on the motorway. Right. And, and, um, and they didn't. And I had to pay the fine. Anyway, mm. the most recent one, 82 on the motorway on a stretch mm. of the M4, mm. um, which I don't think is particularly hazardous. It's not like I was outside of school or something. And look at our German cousins. You drive as fast as you want. Yeah. Isn't there like, on your like driving license, doesn't it sort of say something about the Nürbur- Nür- is it Nürburgring? You know, what would the, that build your driving license? I swear, there's something that when you get your when you first get your license now, it starts talking about the Nurburgring because it's the only part of the um, thing where you can exceed 100 miles an hour or something. It's definitely mentioned for some reason weirdly on British documents pertaining to your um, to your uh, to, to your driving license. People need to get in touch about that. I have no idea what you're talking no. about. Um, that will happen three or four <laughs> times per show. Hello yeah. at LukeandPeteShow.com to tell I us ju- about that. I just feel like I, what I should have done, and this would have annoyed me, if in the first two years, if you get six points on your license, you... You are um, toast, baby. You, you, you got to retake. you got to retake. That's life test, in jail. Right? That's life in jail. Yeah. It would have it, it would have been easier for me, uh, someone who is approaching six, to have just taken <laughs> that hit then and just taken my test <laughs> approaching again. Approaching six. Approaching six. Rather than... Worrying about it because you know me, I'm a worrier. Not worried enough to 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 uh, you know observe the speed limit, but I'm worried enough that I'm going to have to. I mean, six months away from driving. I mean, it's insanity. Yeah, I think there's an element of of um of this where it's slightly different, isn't it? Because for me, I think if I get three points on the old license for speeding, mm. this feeling is I was trying to get away with something. I was being impatient. Yeah. I'm a bit of a dick. With you, it's almost there should be mitigation because you don't know what you're doing. I, it's very much every time I've been caught, it's always been like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and that shouldn't be, that's not me trying to There's get away with There's a lot of signs being, to remember. Being a speed demon. Yeah. That's me going, there's 50, 40, 50, 40. So as it's 50, so as it's 40. And I drive it in London a lot. So it's 50, 40, 30, 20, 20, 30, 40. Just too many numbers. Yeah. Just average it out and I'll drive at 45 <laughs> all the way. <laughs> the whole time. Right? In a hospital car park. In a hospital um, car park. I, um, Over the speed bumps at Tesco's. There's also some... <laughs> there's also some... Um, oh, I'll tell you what. There's a, there's a running joke in our family that when Mimi and I were up in... The Wi-Fi I have access to and I were up in Scotland. Mm. We went to Fort William because we wanted to have a look at Ben Nevis. And it turned out we couldn't climb Ben Nevis in the end because the weather was too bad. Yeah. But we were standing in Fort William, which is the, the base of it. Um, and... Um, 
we were driving to go somewhere. I can't remember where we were going. But anyway, we had to, we'd, leave, we'd left late. We were running really late. And it's obviously very rural around there. And um, on the road that looked like the last road in history to have a mm. speed bump on it, right, it did have one. And it was a severe one. And we were in a rental car. And I went over it. It must have been about 70, right? <laughs> Both of us. Um, banged our heads on the roof of the car. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It was bad. And uh, every time anyone maybe ever sees a sign for Fort William or some Fort William on the telly or whatever, she'd always make some kind of acerbic comment, Peter, about how I tried to launch us into orbit from how ma- there. How ma- <laughs> I'm imagining it was an honest like a, mistake. I'm imagining a fruit market trolley just getting knocked over. Yeah. It was like a really <laughs> shit version of that scene is it in Casino Royale, Joe's Bond, where like <laughs> the chase happens. But I was gonna say on, on the old car road signs thing, mm. there's there's a couple of them are a bit naughty, I think. So I don't know if you're aware, and I won't do too much on this because I understand it's a bit dull for, for people, but mm. certainly for non drivers, which who I was part of their number about two years ago. Well you should still know the rules of the road. I know. Yeah. If anyone should know it should be me. There's a sign which is a white background with a red um outline Mm. as a picture of a car and a picture of a motorbike on it right right it doesn't have a line through it a strike through or any kind of other information mm. it just has that now i think particularly if you were someone from you know here on holiday or whatever driving mm. you would never know that means no cars no motorbikes right yeah it looks like okay. it means cars and motorbikes only mm. and i got caught on that once as well i took a shortcut not far from where i live because a bus had broken down the main road drove through there, it said, had that sign. Momentarily, I couldn't remember what it was. It looks like it means you're permitting cars and motorbikes on that street. Mm. And I got a fucking 60-pounder. Well, I, when I drove in Japan, I had to sort of do a little kind of, um, a little not test, but like a, I had to sort of um, bone up on some of the uh, some of the, some of the the um, signs. But like some of the they're signs baffling. are just, they're, they're absolutely, well, A, they're, most of them in Japanese anyway. And also rude, like, isn't it? They're rude, inconsiderate. Um, <laughs> but a lot of them are like, um, you're allowed to drive in this bus lane between 5 p.m. and 10 p.m. And it's like, right, yeah. that's all in Japanese. <laughs> that's all, that's all, like, bus lanes should just be bus lanes. Don't worry about it. You've got that's enough. It's the same room. in London, though, Peter. Is it? What, you can drive in bus lanes yeah, outside start certain times? To, we're starting to drill down to the, the, the nub of the problem here, aren't we? <laughs> So do you know what? I'm just finding life very difficult at the moment. Finally, for, well, we'll, we'll get onto that in a minute. But finally, mm. for now, on the, on the driving thing, um, I saw a report on the BBC literally last week of an investigative reporter for the BBC mm. who um, he was got busted for driving in the bus lane, right? Yeah, and uh, it was an eighty quid fine, whatever it is. Um, and I think if you don't pay it in uh, good order, it's like well over a hundred quid, right? Yeah, uh... it's a pretty innocuous. Um, offence i would suggest anyway he drives into this uh into this bus lane momentarily gets this big fine and he thinks do you know what i don't actually remember driving into that bus lane i'm gonna have a look into it and because he's an investigative reporter he starts pulling on the strings and it's a perfectly mm. true story and it was in greenwich mm. in the under greenwich borough council in southeast london so if you want to look it up you can google it what he said is he, he looked into the, the the legally mandated publishable um, information online about what constitutes a bus lane and what doesn't. And it said you have to have a dash line leading to a solid line and a clear sign to say bus lane with a different color or something. Mm. And he, he, he saw with the photograph of where he was driving in this bus lane, this one didn't have that. Mm. So he appealed it. And he appealed it and he instantly got the fine cancelled. And right. he thought, that's a bit weird. Like, that's really quick. Mm. Maybe they know. 
Right. Maybe they it's something dodgy going on here and they know they fucked it and they just they don't question it. So he starts pulling the string a bit more. He finds out it's a totally illegal bus lane in the middle of fucking London, right? Right. Not only that, he does a freedom of information request and finds out this was last week. So this is like from um I think it was from the start of 2022 to October mm. 2023. So over 18 months he sees through freedom of information request that every single person that appealed that bus lane fine got it instantly cancelled. Right. Then he pulls on it a bit more and asks for more information. Turns out the department at the council is so understaffed, they haven't got any people to provide any evidence to challenge anything at all. And no so one no it. one in the whole of Greenwich has ever had a fine not cancelled when they instantly appeal. <laughs> yes. The Fun. upshot now, though, is that now he's he's like public enemy number one because he's raised the awareness of it, and now they've hired two people, and you can't do it anymore. Right. I mean, you think that they? I mean, they still take presumably the people who don't cancel their fines. They still take the money from those people, aren't they? Exactly. And mm. I, and I, I told that entire story to my wife and thought I said to her, "Isn't it interesting how thin the veil of civilization, like, like civility, is, mm. and all this stuff?" And she was like, "What? I just I, I, I wasn't really listening." I tuned out. <laughs> I, uh, that sounds like the sort of story that you would tell to get out of being told off for doing something naughty. Yeah, it does. You haven't fed the baby. Isn't the line between <laughs> yeah. civility? I haven't fed the baby, no. But put your coat on. We'll take you to a little <laughs> bus lane down the bottom of the street. <laughs> <laughs> so all I'm saying is, guys, you know, challenge the challenge the ma- the mainstream. You know, do your own thing. Well, that, do that's your own the thing, research. though. But with these kind if of Matt speed things, was doing that. I'll be all for it. But like with these speed things, I saw like. You can't really challenge speed stuff because it's kind of like, well, you either did it or you didn't. But the only thing you can challenge is like the ca- whether you've whether you've um, had the camera looked at recently, which is funny. And if you challenge it, they go, you get. I, and I don't believe this is fair because like if you challenge it, they can give you more points, which seems right. Like like when Rio Ferdinand challenges ban in the Premier League and he got an a end, little bit, yeah, yeah. I, that I, seems, I don't but that think... seems a bit annoying. That does seem a bit annoying, and I understand that like people don't want to um, people you don't want sort of people constantly just challenging, challenging, challenging. But like they, they're not punitive because you're challenging; they're punitive because you broke the law on the on the speed limit. So I don't know. Yeah, I think I think maybe it's almost a bit. Is it not a bit like a variation of the thing? If you plead guilty to an offence, you get a lighter sentence, though. Yeah. Okay. It just yeah, seems a bit belligerent. To be I mean, to be yet. fair, they've probably thought about it. I'm illegally breaking the law, so um, it's very much my problem. Very much not. I, I, I also got the only other thing that happened to me is I also got busted for the old fine for because you know you have to pay to drop people off at an airport now. Yes, you do, and I knew that when I dropped them off, and you have 24 hours to pay, and uh, I didn't do that. I didn't and, do it. No, same. And don't you think there's probably they've probably got the ability now because they know so much about you to just automatically take it out of your account, sign up to something, and they'll take it out of your account. They make it difficult on purpose, don't they? Um, I think there must be some. Pre- I, th- I think some pretty lofty European human rights, bank rights sort of vibe for me. I think them just automatically taking payments out of your account would be, um, would be problematic, wouldn't it? I suppose so. Um, mm. in summary, Peter, just what a regime answer- we'd run, eh? <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, well, on that, <laughs> the government on that note, stealing money out of your bank account, no bus lanes, brilliant. Answer, <laughs> answer this question honestly, right. genuinely. Yeah. Should you be on the road? Um, well, until they catch me from things I've done. But do no. you believe you yes. should be on the road? Well, no, I think I'm not an angry driver. I've just got a, a, a car that's too powerful. It just accelerates too quickly on, on roads that go 40, <laughs> 50, 40, 50. Do, do you, no, just ask should the question. arterial road going into South End for environmental purposes be at a 50? Maybe it should be a 70. Maybe we'd all get there a bit quicker. Yeah, that's how it works. 
That's how it works. Yeah. Isn't it? Well, like, so, well like, they, they reduced it to fit. They, every time you see a fifty on a motorway, um, it's because of environmental um, targets that haven't been uh, met elsewhere, isn't it? Is uh, it? Yeah, because like they, it's it's a congestion, uh, not congestion, a uh, uh, an emissions target. So if you reduce the uh, right, the amount of speed, fifty is about the most the most efficient speed, right? Hmm. Bloody hell! I'll tell you what, we're putting the putting the, the traffic, the, the driving world, the world to rights. So aren't we? in the middle of that, Pete, you said you everything's going wrong for you at the moment, or a variation of that. What's up? What's 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 got you down? Um, actually, no, nothing is really gone wrong. Um, I, I mean, is that just uh, your main disposition, is it? I think just getting at the studio is just quite chaotic for me this morning. So I think it's just uh, just one of those things, isn't it? I think we're fine. I, <laughs> I think I, I'm um, broadly fine. I had an inordinate amount of stress earlier when I had to check in for a flight for the family and then the British Airways website was down. Right. Unhelpful. Because yeah. they're the only ones that can do that. Yeah. No, I, I, there's no there's no B option for checking into a flight other than the company that sold you the ticket. Yeah. And just yeah. do it at the airport and then you feel like, realise you lost your seat and everything. And uh, <laughs> Luckily, I managed to get it sorted because I was a mm. pervert for it and set a little reminder on my phone. Um, so I was there right on it. So I right. still got in there ahead of everyone else. But... Um, isn't it more stress than it needs to be? I think. I mean, you're traveling with a young baby; it's stressful anyway. You don't want that. Yeah. Kind of a, do you sort of worry that, like, you haven't got brought the thing that you need? I mean, what do kids need? Spoons, I, said, I said this. Hats, I, 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 I think we're going away for about ten days. He's yeah. six months old. Mm. Probably needs one one spare nappy. Uh, don't need a toothbrush. <laughs> I haven't got any teeth. One spare nappy. Uh, um, one of those little glow worms you used to get in the haze. Yeah, just choose one toy. Just choose pair one of socks one. in his pocket, and off we go. Well, to be fair, um, it'll no doubt be showered by, with goodwill and presents when he gets there. So yeah, I don't, don't think people are buying nappies as a present, though. Yeah, I don't know. I Again, would. I, I'm bad at buying presents. <laughs> I've got adult nappies for people. But you would. But the thing is, Pete, if, if I said to you, go out and get nappies for my son, there's only mm. that's the only information I gave you. Yeah, you would be have your mind blown as soon as you went into that department of the supermarket mm. because um, there's about forty different sizes. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I I think I watched. I think I said on the last link picture. I watched a video of um a six year old, six month old child uh, doing his thing, um, and I was just surprised how much they slept and how much they sort of like what what they're up to basically. So I so I don't really know. I can't size a six month old. I I wouldn't even know where to begin, especially like because you're a tall man. So yep. presumably your 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 Ben's going to be quite tall. Yeah, he's, so he's probably he's, quite he's, a tall he's five baby. Foot six. <laughs> he's five foot six. <laughs> Approaching Donaldson level. Yeah. Donaldson, what's your published like wrestling height? My published, oh yeah, uh, five eleven, five eleven in lifts. Yeah, and what you've got is your old, actual height, five six. I've got the old, I've got the old um, presidential nominee lifts in. What are you, five six or five seven? I'm five eight. Oh, five, Don't be eight. rude. Um, Still not average. Have you seen the um, the deep dive that someone did on Ron DeSantis's lifts in his shoes? Um. Who's the uh, no? It wasn't Ron DeSantis. I'm thinking of um, someone else who um, was caught buying with campaign funds paid for OnlyFans. <laughs> Bloody hell! It's good stuff. It is good stuff. Anyway, someone did. Someone, someone basically got um, a load of screenshots of his feet and the position they're in. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He's been be absolutely. Uh, he's been absolutely exposed as uh, someone who clearly wears lips. But Donald Trump also, despite being quite tall himself has also been accused of, of, of wearing lifts. So I think they're all at it, personally. I think Donald Trump is the, officially the second tallest president in history. Yeah. Um, behind uh, Abraham Lincoln, weirdly enough. Mm. Um, and Simon Cowell was the one who was the one who used to get dogged with that kind of rumour for, for a long old time, wasn't he? Right, okay. Which is kind of weird, because, like, does it actually matter for someone like Simon Cowell? 
I just think that I, I just think that like mainly because like I, I think you can sort of do so much with camera angles, and you can do so much with like um, uh, like no one like no one really spoke about Tom Cruise's height for the longest time. When you're on telly, it's a, it's a completely different vibe. Most like Hollywood actors, are like five eight, five nine, aren't they? They're not tall. Yeah, I, th- I think it, what was always surprising to me was that when you'd first see footballers in real life, not all of them, but some of them would be far smaller than you think. You reckon? Oh, I always think that like even the average footballer is taller than you, like bigger and taller than you realise. Maybe now. I'm talking about way mm. back in the day. Like you'd go, like, for example. Oh, yeah, you could get some absolute short asses. Yeah, so like, I would go, what I mean the is. Rawly, poorly short asses. You'd go, you'd watch a big. So you'd watch an England game on t- TV and you watch 90% of them on TV. And when I was like 15 or whatever, I went to go and see England for the first time at Wembley Stadium. Mm. And you see them coming out of the tunnel, you're like, bloody hell. You expect to be a mo- lot bigger than that. Because I guess they're so big in your own mind. It's a yeah. funny, weird, it's a weird thing though. Because when I was growing up, there was a, a family across the street. And the mum of the family was the real matriarch of the street, right? She was like dominant. She was like loud she was she was amazing she's like an amazing woman she like basically mm. ran everything on the street and made sure everyone was looked after knew all the kids she was mm. an amazing woman right mm. and uh, she was the mother of one of my really good friends and she passed away sadly a couple of years ago and um, obviously we were invited to send our condolences and all the rest of it which we did and um uh, as a result we got some of the photos out and in my mind this woman was fucking six foot tall Right? Yeah, because you just uh, yeah. Because uh, um, I was small, like, and she was an amazing character, right? Yeah. I, I, honestly, in the photos, <laughs> I'd be surprised if she was north of five foot. It was <laughs> amazing mad, yeah. the you tricks. Someone up in your yeah, mind, you do, don't you? you do, you really do, yeah. and that's why in your mind I'm about eight feet tall. <laughs> exactly, colossal, yeah, Absolutely. nightmarish vision. That I- <laughs> Slender I man. witness every single evening. It was uh, George Santos before we go to the break. Oh, yeah, uh, he's, a, he's an absolute wrong one. Accused of spending like, campaign cash on Botox, Sephora, and OnlyFans. You couldn't, um, you couldn't find a less kind of eligible person to be in any kind of political life than him. And I, yeah, I, I really he's, he's, he really is the new breed of fucking witless. B being a thief. It's a genuine <laughs> criminal. Just like a genuine criminal. <laughs> and not even in like a cool way. Um, it, but you, if you were like a, like a bent um, senator from like some fucking town somewhere, you must be looking at him and going, I can't believe, I can't believe you're so bad at this. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, can't, believe, I can't believe I worried about what my, um, what my political exposure was when this guy spent money on Sephora. I, um, I also... Um... Felt that when Fabio Paratici got busted at Spurs for this corruption stuff in Italy, mm. uh, I'm not going to say too much. It would be seen as um, xenophobic or disrespectful, but got caught doing that in Italy. You know, <laughs> that's all I'll say. <laughs> that's all I'll say. I think that's fair. I think that's all right. So yeah, I think just people are getting. I think the the age of the craftsman has gone. You know what I mean? The I do know what you mean. Has gone as a craftsman myself. I totally know what you mean. Yeah, um, just people. Just people can't even be bent properly <laughs> do you know what let's take a quick break and when we come yeah. back i want to talk about that because i, I recently watched uh, that netflix documentary series get gotti oh nice cool yeah it's that time of the year your vacation is coming up you can already hear the beach waves feel the warm breeze relax and think about work you really really want it all to work out while you're away Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, 
tap the banner to go to monday.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We're back with a look at Pete Shaw and we're talking all things Teamsters, unions, fucking gangsters. <laughs> Do this whole section in that voice. That'd be brilliant. So um, I watched Get Got It. It's on Netflix. It's, it's multi- on the TV. It's, on the, it's a multi... Actually, I've changed You can mind. watch it while eating a big fucking pizza pie. <laughs> Cheese, bread, salami. What's not to fucking love? <laughs> oh, man. So I watched Get Gotti, which mm. is a multi-part documentary series about John Gotti, who... Um, Obviously, ordered the hit of Paul Castellano in um, in the eighties in New York City. Who was a head of the words of the Fulham criminals, fun. king of New York, man, the king well, of New York. Well, that's the thing. So th- that's going to be a central point of what I'm going to say. Like I said, it's called Get Gotti. It's on Netflix. You should watch it. It's interesting. Mm. But th- the premise is that you know Gotti becomes the head of the Gambino crime family because he orders this hit. It's quite a famous hit. And up until that point, um, mafia figures in New York City were kind of known. But they were old and mm. not very glamorous and a bit kind of, you know, it's a bit, you know, people didn't want to be around them. And obviously John Gotti changes all that because he is so glamorous. He's almost like a Frank Sinatra type character mm. and he loves being photographed. And he's always out in public and he's really brazen and all the rest of it. And um, it actually put into into, into stark contrast that, that um, King of New York song by Fun Love and Criminals, you know, Luddy Luddy Free John Gotti, the mm. King of New York. Because everyone like loved him. He's like a proper celebrity. Right. Uh, um, and obviously the FBI and the organized crime squad and all trying to take him down. But what's really interesting about it is that, so in the first episode, they give you all this premise. And I won't give away everything that happens elsewhere, but what they try and do is they try and get a, a wire up in Gotti's members club. Mm. It's really interesting how they, um, how they do it. It's called the Bergen Hunt and Fish Club. And they know they need to get up in there because it's the only place he'll speak freely. Mm. So they leave a a small little detective. So here's what they do. So they, they run an undercover project where they have a couple of FBI agents driving a um, a garbage truck uh, outside the um, 
the club every week and another delivery truck that drops a load of empty boxes on the street outside the club. So the delivery truck comes along, puts the boxes there, the yeah. garbage truck comes along the next day and takes them away. And so people start to associate, that's just what the routine is, <clears throat> and no one questions it. Yeah. Then one night, the delivery truck comes up, drops a big fridge freezer box outside the club. There's a FBI agent in it. He's the best lock picker in the FBI. Right. right? He opens a flap around the back of the box, shuffles his way along, picks the lock, right? <laughs> then the garbage truck comes on, takes him away. No one notices the lock is undone, obviously, and they all pile in there right. and put a wire in there. It's amazing. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> and you hear John Gotti talk, and he talks exactly like you were just doing there. This fucking big fridge box. Who the fuck is this guy thinking fucking Who the fuck, fuck is? left yeah. the big fucking fridge box outside the <laughs> that, fucking door? He doesn't know about the fridge box, but he's, right, he's okay. swearing and slagging everyone off, basically. It's an amazing documentary. It's, oh, if you like... Um, you see what it's got? It's got a bit of the old um, Grand Theft Auto 80s feel to it. Yeah, well, that's... I mean, I think that probably the reasons why he was so um, revered or so... Um, I'm not going to say loved, but, like, so revered. Because um, it... Um, for men and mainly men presumably of a certain age he kind of um brought back a bit of kind of like nostalgia for harder for some people easier times for others maybe <laughs> it's just a bit of like you know it's just more kind of when men were men kind of nostalgia really isn't it so that's why he was so popular um in the in the middle to late part of, of yeah of, of that century. i think it's definitely part of that the kind of reclaiming of masculinity which is one of mm. my specialist subjects um ironically um <clears throat> is that um there's another really funny uh interesting part of it is that um like, preposterously when john got is coming up as like a lower level captain in the gambino crime family right mm. he gets involved in this altercation with just a bloke on the street about a parking space <laughs> and the guy really wants to go because he doesn't know who he is and he starts so, and he starts fighting him and they managed to nick Gotti, right? Because he's had this a fight. Really innocuous offence. Mm. And then of course, <clears throat> the guy they get to the guy. So he doesn't test he refuses to testify. Yeah. So they put him in the dock and he, he refuses to point out who he is. It's like proper like the wire stuff. It's really good. Yeah, it's a really just... interesting documentary series. You should definitely watch it. It's really, really uh, fascinating. Anyway, mm. um before we get out of here, Pete, we should uh, do our Thursday battery, shouldn't we? Yes, we should. Yeah, let's get let's bash through these. Um, we got a message from uh, Ben. Uh, Afternoon, chaps. Recently ordered a damp meter from a popular online retailer, and was delighted to discover um, what may be a new battery brand, Super Long Life. Um, also, I was listening to Monday's chat about Gaviscon while in my local chemist looking for flu meds. Uh, the idea of Antasis being a gateway drug has some merit, as I found myself ca- sat in the car with a pack of Gaviscon, hacking up a lung as I'd neglected the lemsip for the chalky, minty joy of Gaviscon and had to go back in for the meds. Ben, God bless you for being so suggestible. Um, please direct your attention to the adverts that <laughs> will follow this broadcast. <laughs> There's no um, taste like it, the chalky goodness of, a, of, a, yeah. of, a, of an Antasis. Use code Ramble for all of your Gaviscon. Yeah, imagine if, oh, I wish that would be, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, it's not a new player. Super Long Life's been mm. around since since God was a boy. The twenty fifth mm. person to send those in. So sadly, you're nowhere near. Never a new mind, player. Ben. Well, I hope you're feeling better now. Presumably you are, because this email will have uh, come in a little earlier on. Um, I would say that. Uh, yeah. Uh, just a quick one on that one. Um, the damp meter. I don't think they work. I think they they they've been they've been um, discounted as quack science by some people. I think. because oh, um, I time, had to mate. use a damp meter and I bought it. And I and to be fair, it seemed to it just basically it's just two prongs that test the electrical um, resistance along the two, and and the wetter the surface is, 
Um, obviously, the more conductive it is, so it figures out that way. But I'm fairly certain I read that it's all quack science and it doesn't really help. Um, but it shouldn't so be I've... too difficult, should it, to be able to work out the amount of moisture in the air? Yeah, but I'm, it's not really in the air. It's, I think you sort of jam the prongs into like a, a bit of plaster and it figures it out. But oh, I was as right. annoyed as you might be, Ben. That's all I'm saying, because I'm also someone who bought a damp meter and then I read that it, they might not be that effective. Um, but be willing to prove us wrong. Damp meter enthusiasts, damp meter creators, let us know. Maybe we can get a look at your branded battery in the... Uh, <laughs> Listen, if you can put man on the moon, they should be able to work that out. Yeah, why is no why is no battery brand ever got in touch with uh, Stack and sort of said let's have a let's have a Stack battery or a Luke and Pete show battery? Honestly, hello, the Luke and Pete says Zach. Uh, after being recommended the Luke and Pete show earlier this year, I've subsequently consumed the entire back catalogue. Good God, uh, and I'm now up to date. Um, I'm hoping my battery submissions of Suprabeam will be worthy of inclusion on the Hallowed Battery Daddy. My quest is to find a new player. Um, and it's left no remote control unopened or any, ba- any battery-powered electronic devices at work undisturbed. Uh, thanks for keeping me uh, occupied during the week. All the best, Zach. Um, originally from Herefordshire, now living in Augsburg in Germany. Nice. Great Lovely move. It's a great move for you, Zach. Great move. Um, Superbeam are a brand new player, so congratulations to you, Zach. Zachary, you, can, um, you beaut. Stick that on your CV, mate. Incredible achievement. It, get, it in the, get it in the battery, Daddy, and thank you for the picture. Um, next to an ominous hole. Um, Martin, uh, I recently made the final steps necessary to allow me to graduate from feckless man-child to full man-adult. Uh, I am, of course, referring to the purchase of a laser distance meter. Now we're talking. I think that they've... Uh, I Is think that quite science as well? Sound science, uh, science-wise. Um, while I'm foremost and doubtless proud to have uh, metamorphosed to become a serious and productive member of DIY society, upon unboxing the device, I confess that I found myself distracted by the inclusion of two mysterious Taywell cell triple A batteries. Could this be a new player? I've attached a photo of the batteries in question and await your thorough appraisal and adjudication. Um, it might be my imagination, but T-Way Cell, T-Way Cell, T-Way Cell, T-Way Cell, Do it like a New Yorker. T-Way Cell. I put them in my fucking phone and then I fry in the fucking Hudson because I'm a gangster. Um, uh, it has the suspicious, suspiciously uh, northeast ring to it. Um, um, am I, is Peter gaming the system somehow? Uh, Martin Shrewsbury, T-Way Cell. T-Way uh, man. Fourth time they've come. So not a new player, but thank you. They're not very common. I mean, it's no. nice to see them. It's always nice to get a little mention for them. Yeah. But you are indeed the fourth person to send them in, Martin. I mean, our friend Josh, Oliver, and David have all sent them in before now. So I might, um, I might yeah. get this off a little laser spirit level. They're just a bit more versatile than your normal. But but it does mean that your house has to be not wonky. I found that like when yeah. you measure something with like a, a spirit level with a little bubble, um, the walls aren't always... You know, playing ball. So some things can look a bit wonky sometimes. So you know that, um, I think I told you, when I had the kitchen done here Mm. uh, in this house, um, the guys who did it were fucking amazing, chiefly because he was a bit of a character, one of the the main guy. Mm. And he was like, look, come and look at this. This is the challenge of working in London. First of all, we've got no space, nowhere to to, to work really, Mm. because the houses are small. Uh, Secondly, check this out. And he was using a laser thing, so you knew his laser was straight. And like there'll be like two or three inches difference from one side yeah. of the room to the other. So yeah. you've got to put kitchen cabinets in and make them look good. You know what I mean? So when we had, and, and in actual fact, when we had our um, wallpapering done in the hallway, we got so much nice patterned wallpaper. Mm. That has said, to be vertical. Said, vertical. Yeah, we're going to level, we have to level the ceiling and they had to do a new ceiling. Wow, what? Just for the wallpaper? Yeah. Wowzers. Well, they what, didn't so they... have to, but we chose to, yeah. 
What? So you actually? So they actually sort of farted about what they 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 took the plasterboard down and then replastered it. So they put a they put a frame. Mm. So basically, they measured it all out. Yeah. Put a frame. Yeah. Built a frame for the ceiling. So you lost about half an inch off the ceiling height. You can't afford that as a tall man. Victorian house, actually. So it's not mm. too bad. Oh, right. Okay. Um, and then they leveled the whole ceiling and then put um, plasterboards on. And then obviously. So they just put like, a, like another timber frame affixed to the original. It's not timber. It's like a, um, uh, it's a metal frame. Fascinating. It's good. So you've got like a little. So you know that your ceiling is a lie. Well, when they, when they, yeah, when they pulled the old one, when they did what they do with the old one, because um, my wife was pregnant at the time, we had to get mm. out of the house because of all the dust. Yeah, I was secretly yeah. a bit gutted because I'd like yeah. to have seen them do it. Fascinating. Uh, but by the way, speaking on the phone thing and the laser thing, uh, this is something you'd be interested in. You're the only person I know who would actually right. like this. Um, I was, um, I don't know why I did it. I think it was something to do with my son sleeping quietly. Mm. But I managed to turn my phone into a pretty accurate decibel meter. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. And it's so accurate; it's unbelievable. So, look as I'm talking here. Yeah. You see the, the, it going up and down. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's it's so good. It's a free app as well. I was well I was well impressed by it, and I was being so tedious the other day walking around trying to work out which room was the quietest, which one was how the loud. How loud can you fart? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I um I was able to see how loud it is when I blow my nose. It was great. <laughs> Learned a lot about the decibel scale as well. Do Lovely you know that, stuff. Um, do you know that... Maybe um, you can work on the old Acast adverts. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, should fucking send, I should send it. I should gift it to someone at Acast. <laughs> um, you know that... Um, I, I didn't know this, but there's a reference chart on it. So at the moment, when I'm talking, it's saying it's giving me the um, 70 decibel normal conversation reading, which is pleasing. Yeah. Um, um, anything below 20 decibels, humans can't really hear, which I was surprised yeah. to hear. Um, you know, the loudest possible reading on a decibel meter is actually 194 decibels. I thought it would just go up to infinity or whatever. Oh, it has to stop some time. The loudest, the loudest possible tone is 194 decibels, which surprised That's me. Interesting. I guess it's sort of, it, it must hit the limits of like energy dissipation or something, because like, I, I don't really know how that works. You just made that up, haven't you? I just made that up. It sounded good, though, I, actually. Yeah, but I'm if on you the said internet. that with confidence, you'd, have been like with Jordan, confidence. you'd be as big as Jordan Peterson. Yeah, exactly. I've certainly got the suits. Anyway, that's the, that's the reason that we're not as big as them because we do come out with preposterous stuff like them, but we haven't got the confidence. Mm, so people yeah. question it with us. They don't question it. <laughs> exactly. With we don't sit with confidence. Yeah. yeah. Um, I imagine Jordan Peters has got quite a lot of speeding tickets. Um, he gets really angry about it. He's not when he's on Valium. He's a lot of beef. Not beef. when he's on Valium all day. Not he's when he's on the beef. Benzos. He'll be like, ooh. I'm going so fast. He's really slow. He'd be getting tickets for going too slow. You imagine being pulled over for driving eight miles an hour, and then when they pull him over and put the window down, he's got a mouth full of raw minced beef. Just the whole car stinks of farts. <laughs> uh, right, let's get out of here. We've been the Luke and Pete Show. You've been wonderful. Do give us a message. Give us some battery brands. You found some batteries in the machine. Let us know about it. Hello at LukePeteShow.com. We're on uh, Twitter. Oh. We're on TikTok. We are on social media in the form of Instagram. Uh, join us over there, and we'll be back on Monday. Ta da! Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? 
Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.